Hi, I'm Elena. I'm Kim. I'm Sam. And I'm Anna. And welcome to our Is This Love podcast. A podcast where we explore love as it's experienced by all sorts of individuals because we figured love doesn't really have one definition. If you picked up our last issue of the newspaper, you might have seen a six-page story talking about love or searching for love, where you read stories from high school students like Sarah and Raphael and how they discovered their love for each other. But we didn't really cover everything that there is to talk about love because there's so many different ways that people experience it every day and how they experience lost love, self-love, all sorts of different types of love. So this podcast is an opportunity for readers like you and talkers like us to share our experiences and just debate the different facets of love as experienced in the postmodern world. In today's episode, we're going to talk about our own experiences with love. Personally, I don't really have that much experience. I feel like most of my relationships were just basically with my friends. For a while in middle school, I had this one friend that we used to joke about being fat, which stands for forever alone together. So that's kind of the approach I took to relationships for a lot of my life. But then I guess once I started writing about Scotlight, I started realizing that maybe I did have romantic experiences in the past. Maybe I'm just clueless about not only my own feelings, but the potential feelings others would have for me. So <laughs> for reference, Kim talked about the meaning of love with Anna for a five hour plane ride to DC. That is true. It's true, I was the plane seat. Well, once Anna and the entire plane realized that I actually do have a crush on someone, they clapped. And it wasn't just clapping for a landing clapping. It was like, thank God this bee finally decided to stop talking. <laughs> so I've had a few experiences with love as well. First of all, love for my dog. Got him in seventh grade. I literally can't imagine my life without him. His name's Jonah. Also, a lot of my love has been with my friends. As a senior, my current friend group has none of the people that I had freshman year. So I had a lot of friend changes and I guess a lot of loss and gain in that department because you lose friends and you gain friends and you lose and gain all type of love. But it's good love. It's good that it happened. And then I'm also currently in a romantic relationship myself and I'm very happy. As for me, I have very interesting love experiences. I'm not going to count middle school relationships. I really don't think they should count. Do they? They don't. They really don't. Okay. I think they should. No, I don't think they should. But I've had two relationships in high school, both of which are pretty toxic. The one that ended most recently was a year ago. And he basically blamed the entire failure of the relationship on me. And because of that, I felt very depressed and I felt that it was my fault. But From that time to now, I've learned to love myself, so I think it's important to know that love isn't just about investing it into other people, it's also about loving yourself. We love you, Sam. Thank you. Silent snaps, silent snaps. (laughs) And well, for me, I guess I'm a little different from the other three in that I'm actually in a long distance, happy relationship with my college admissions letter um essentially yeah it's getting serious we're going to be engaged soon i can feel it (laughs) (laughs) but no i've never been in a relationship and i think for me the most important part is that i focused mainly on the love that i've gotten from friends 
Also on schoolwork and relationships haven't really been a priority for that time period, I guess. But I definitely do respect people who are able to commit to a relationship and find somebody that they enjoy spending time with so much that they'd like to spend more time with them one-on-one outside of school. Something Anna doesn't know about. What? Anna has a life. I have a life, Sam. It's okay, Anna. Just because she's not booed up doesn't mean that her life is a boo, you know? Like, she's has fun, too. <laughs> yeah, Sam, stop <laughs> trying to perpetuate toxic crush culture. Ooh. We love each other here, um, but sometimes it gets a little steamy. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my most profound experiences with love was when I started dating this guy during sophomore year. We dated for about a year and a half, and at first I was really happy. He was my best friend. But then stuff just started going downhill, like, really gradually, and it hurt me a lot. I started to, like, hate myself because I was not happy and I couldn't find a way out of it. I just thought I could never be without him. But as soon as I ended it with him, I felt more free than ever, and I turned out to be way happier on my own. That's kind of related to my first high school relationship. I guess we also dated for over a year, and I think I was so afraid to say no or just to let go of him because we've been together for so long. Well, long for high school terms. And it, it was really toxic. He got mad at me for walking to the library with his friend and threatened to break up with me at the library. So yes, I was crying in the library in case you're wondering. But it turned out okay. He broke up with me, I'm going to admit it. I was too afraid to do it myself, but I'm very glad that it happened because I wouldn't become the person I am today. And I feel a lot more independent, strong, and honestly, I'm thriving. I'm very proud of you, Sam. Thank you. Anna's seen it all, honestly. I kind of want to unsee it, to be honest. It's okay. Mm. Do you think that you relied on your friends more during that period when you guys were kind of going through like a fallout with your previous relationships, I guess? Like, how has that changed your like friend dynamics, I guess? So, like... For me, part of the reason why I started dating was because, like, my best friend at the time was, like, really mad at me. She kind of turned half my friends against me. So he was, like, the only person I was, like, willing to, like, talk with me and hang out with me. And he was really supportive. So in a way, when stuff was going bad, I had no one to talk to about it in a relationship because, like, none of my friends was really talking to me. And the friends I did have, like, I just didn't want to talk to them about it because, like, I knew they'd be, like, you have to break up with him. But I just didn't want to do that. So I was, like, kind of on my own, which was really hard mentally because I didn't know what to do. Yeah, same here. Because I was invested in this person for so long, I didn't really have any more friends because I focused all my attention on him. And I felt very alone. And instead of reaching out for help, I instead literally wrote down reasons why I hated myself, thinking, you know what, I'm going to like get it out of my system. It didn't really work. I think I was just spiraling down. And then once we did break up, though, I did rely on friends and I healed friendships that ended while I was in that relationship. So I guess it is important to remember that friends are there for you and they support you. Yeah, I feel like sometimes with friendships and relationships, especially in group dynamics, when someone's in a relationship, a lot of their time can kind of switch over to the couple, I guess, because not many people have like unlimited amounts of free time after school. So I guess like that kind of switches the dynamics, but it's interesting.
I actually really agree with what you said because even though I've never been in a relationship, some of my friends have been. And I remember when my friend started dating this person, we kind of grew apart even though we had gone really close freshman year. And I guess part of it was just maybe because we didn't have classes, but I think also she was hanging out with him more and she wasn't really sitting with us. So I kind of felt that distance grow. But at the same time, I think around junior year, it kind of healed because part of being in a good, healthy relationship is also being able to balance your friendships with your relationship. And I think what happened was that my friend found a really good way to do that. So I guess I would say that relationships are a lot about balance. And even though I, someone who has never been in a relationship, give <laughs> unsolicited relationship advice. It's true. I will do it so the same way in that I think that love today doesn't focus enough on the friendships that we do have mm-hmm. and that modern love should really balance mm-hmm. the relationship and the friendships. Yeah, sometimes I feel like love is almost like in a hierarchy. Like we place so much emphasis on romantic love and then friendships are kind of secondary. But the people that we always leave out are kind of ourselves. Like I feel like self-love is something that like we've talked about recently. I guess in society, it's become like more popular with like artists like Lizzo, like talking about self-love, BTS. But I feel like it's just it's one of the most difficult loves to experience, at least for me, because I think there's that line between like self-love and egotism and then self-love and almost self-hatred at the same time, you know? Self-love isn't just putting on face masks every single week or taking baths. I mean, it's a great way to relax, right? But self-love comes with like, you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't say, ew, who is that? You say, oh, I love that person. Mm. But honestly, for me, I have dance parties in my room every Friday. Can I join? Yeah, you can. Uh, You can ugly dance however much you want because no one's watching except for my stuffed animals. They might judge you, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I think also self-love is when you go to like a dance, like prom or formal, and you just dance your heart out and you don't care what people around you think because you're just the life of the party. If you're at a point where you're not insecure about what other people think and you just have fun, then I think that's the point where it's like, you do have some self-love because you can let loose and not care what other people think. That's what I did at prom. And people were like, dang, she's never stopping, is she? (laughs) (laughs) I was dancing for the entire four hours. Like my friend was upstairs. He's like, I look down, Elena's dancing. Hour two, she's still dancing. (laughs) So it really shows when you're comfortable in your own skin, when you love yourself. I think that really shows. Yeah, I mean, for me, like I think I, it was around middle school. I started like faking it till you make it. But that was for me like self-love so like even though if I didn't really believe in like the stuff that I was saying or if I didn't really believe that I looked that cute that day I still said those things to myself and I think over time I started like actually accepting them maybe a little bit too much (laughs) (laughs) so that concludes today's episode on is this love we've talked a little bit about our experiences with love but we want to have your stories because love is experienced differently by everyone And our experiences aren't the only ways to feel love, to lose love, to rediscover love. So we want to reach out to you guys, our listeners, for you guys to share your experience with love and all the facets that come with it. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.